Hey everyone, welcome to episode 70 of Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden, and today we're talking about preaching calendars. More specifically, how not having a preaching calendar could cost you. And Justin, I know that when people hear the phrase preaching calendars, they think of planning, they think of planning in advance, well, uh, well in advance, yeah. a year in advance. Yeah. And I think one of the questions that our listeners might have is, well, does that put the Holy Spirit in a box? Does that put you in a box? If you sit down in October and November and say, okay, next year from January to December, this is what we're going to be talking about. Here are the sermon series. Does it I don't, constrain you? And I think that's something that's important for us to address. And so as we begin to hop in, yeah. what, what, would you, what would you tell a pastor who's maybe thinking through those questions? Well, I, I think, you know, when I've talked to pastors, right, mm-hmm. anecdotally, when I've had conversations with them and asked them about planning, some of the pushback I get, well, you know, I just don't want to quench the, you know, the leaning of the Holy Spirit, or I, I really wait to hear, you know, a word from the Lord. And it's, it's always a little frustrating, right? Because this, this argument or this notion that I'm putting the Holy Spirit in a box by planning, but yet I'm waiting till the end of the week on a Saturday till my eyes glaze over, uh, to plan my, to, you know, to finally like get it right. It's almost like you're putting the Holy Spirit in a box by saying you don't want to put the Holy Spirit in a box. And I, here, here's the deal. You know, I think it's important that you be intentional. When you're planning long term, you're able to look at what, what, what content, what books of the Bible do you want your people to go through this year? You know, we had done this analysis. I think I mentioned this before, but I was at a church and we didn't realize we talked about David and Goliath like three or four times in like 12, 13 months and hadn't realized it because we hadn't really had a plan. And when you have a plan, you can be more balanced in, in the types of, of content that, that you work through, some of the, the, the Old Testament, New Testament. So I think it's important that you have a plan. Can you alter a plan midstream? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like um, in sports. We'll use a sports metaphor. We're, we're two guys. Bill Belichick. Um, we, we can talk about that. A team goes into a game with a game plan. Yeah. And sometimes they have to alter that game. At halftime. Yeah. Oftentimes. It's just, it is what it is. But yeah, I think saying, hey, the Holy Spirit can speak to us. Yeah. He can speak to us last minute. He can also speak to us years in advance. Yeah. I mean, it really is. He can speak to us through other people, uh, people who've put together a lectionary. He, he can do that. Uh, and I think another point to consider is sometimes when we shoot from the hip, uh, we can come up with ideas and we can attribute those ideas to the Holy Spirit. And and maybe he's speaking to us and, and maybe yeah. he's not. So I think t- having time for prayer and reflection is so important. And Timothy Keller's book, Preaching, which is a fantastic book. If you haven't read it, you should read it. He talks about how in New York City, where his, his church is located, and he's kind of retired. He's, he's not the lead pastor anymore. But when he was preaching, he realized because of the flow of the city, people weren't moving into New York, most people, and living there their entire lives yeah. uh, in Manhattan. Instead, they were there for a year, two years, three years. And so he had a plan to work through the gospel story within a certain time frame. Because he said, if someone's going to be in my church for a year or two years, I want to make sure when they leave, they understand the yeah. gospel. So 
think through in your community, you might have lifers where most of the people in your church are people who've been there their entire lives. You might say, well, you know, people are here for three to five years. This is, we're just in a a specific city and then Mm -hmm. they're moving to another place in the country. Think through that and then think through, hey, what do I want these individuals to know? And if you're a youth pastor listening, that's super important because you have students for, I don't know, probably about six years. Maybe you could say on average, maybe five years, maybe less. And what do you want those students to know? Do you want them walking out saying, well, I know this part of the Bible, I know this, but I, I haven't really understood how the gospel affects this area of my life? Or do you want to hit all those points? So a preaching plan can can help you do that. And, and we know this, a, a vast majority of pastors are often discouraged or burned out. And a vast majority of pastors from our uh, surveys and studies don't plan more than two weeks out in advance. Hmm. Is that a causation? I'm not saying that, but it's definitely a correlation, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're just trying to make it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if you can plan out your calendar, you can actually plan in rest time. You can you can speak less. I would challenge you, Pastor. If you're speaking more than 40 times a year, try to speak less than 40 times uh, in this upcoming year. Plan that out. Uh, speak five less times, and then eventually get lower and lower. Have other voices. Uh, you can't add other people to your preaching team unless you have a plan. Yeah. So without a preaching plan, you wouldn't be able to have these five benefits of a preaching calendar. So we're going to give you five benefits. Yep. If you don't have a preaching plan, then then you're not going to missing have out. You're missing out. So I think the first one is this: it helps you to achieve time management and balance. When you work ahead or you have a plan, it allows you to knock off. Uh, sections of that plan and Mm -hmm. tasks of that plan as you go rather than saying oh you know I just feel overwhelmed here's a good example if you know hey this next month I'm gonna preach through the book of Jonah you know what passages you're gonna be preaching and on Monday or Tuesday as you're working through a passage that you're gonna preach on Sunday you don't have to stop and say well I don't I haven't prayed about this yet I haven't thought about this yet. We've got to figure out what we're doing. You can immediately say, hey, I've prayed. I believe that God wants me to work through the book of Jonah. I think we need to do this. And on Monday or Tuesday, like you're already going and you're already thinking through, oh, what am I going to say on week four? Oh, here's a good illustration that doesn't work this week, but I can move it over there. So it helps you with your time management. And I think overall too, it helps you with your work-life balance. You're really helping to save, you're helping to, to make yourself be more effective. And I, you know, preaching is always gonna take time and it's gonna be stressful in many ways. You just don't want it to be stressful in the wrong ways. Uh, you don't wanna waste time in the wrong ways. Yeah. And so I, this will help you with your time management. Uh, another thing, if you don't have a plan, you don't get to experience this benefit and it's team synergy and effectiveness. Uh, you know, writing a sermon, uh, you know, I know there's been, it's been sort of like all around this with like the plagiarism scandals and stuff like that with pastors, but writing a sermon, creating a sermon series requires many, many skill sets. It requires, uh, someone who's a theologian, which you pastor, uh, you know, probably wear that hat, but there's also graphics involved. There's visuals, there's videos, there's the social media aspect of it that there's the research side of it. Like just because, um, 
you spend two hours looking for the perfect illustration on forgiveness doesn't mean that you actually should be. Like there are people that can do that for you, right? You can have a research assistant. There are many different hats. And when you plan out your ca- uh, preaching calendar, you you are are allowing a collaborative environment where you not everything falls on your shoulders and has to funnel through you as like the expert in all things in all areas. Mm-hmm. You are allowing it, your team to really flourish and contribute to the presentation of the gospel. Because let's be honest, you um, preaching is a presentation of the gospel. Many people can contribute to that presentation. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. all fall on your shoulders. And if you're just going week to week, you're never going to be able to have true synergy and effectiveness with a, a team, a creative team, a preaching team, unless you have a plan. You got to have a plan in order to do that. Yeah, and here's here's another example. Let's say you're preaching and you and you want to do a series or a group of messages on parenting, and maybe you're in your uh, you know your late 30s, early 40s. You have young kids, and there's there's much that you could teach about parenting. But also, if you have that extra time and you know you're going to do that, you, you have an opportunity to, mm-hmm. to schedule a lunch with someone who is an empty nester, who's already raised children, whose children are, are really thriving, who've committed to the gospel. And so they can give you some application advice. They could say, oh, you know, we, we really prayed and we studied the Bible and we learned this. And that's great, too. Or maybe you're preaching on forgiveness and you say, man, I've had to forgive people in life and I can talk about everyday forgiveness. But is there a story of someone who's been really hurt who forgave when it was hard? And that gives you time to talk to people in your church about it. So I think that's very, very mm-hmm. important. And then also in terms of team synergy, if you're preaching and you know you're preaching on a certain topic, you can go to your worship team and say, hey, let's um, find some songs yeah. that are based in the scripture of what we're teaching through this week. And it just kind of creates that synergy. I think that's important. Uh, the next one is one we've been kind of hitting on, Justin, is it allows you to have more time for prayer, mm-hmm. for research, and meditation. If you kind of know what you're going to be preaching, you're preaching through the book of Jonah, you can just take some time, even a month in advance, and just start reading through the book and just yeah. really meditating on the book, praying about the book, give you more time to research it. Meditation and marination, right? It gives you the ability to uh, go from microwave spam messages to a fine marinated steak Mm. something that sat with you for 90 days right and you haven't been working on this sermon for 90 days but you've been you've you've known about it you've been kind of thinking about it maybe you saw a news article and it was an uplifting story and you're like you know what that would go perfect for this message in three months i'm just gonna save copy and paste mm. save this to my folder if you use sermonary you can just open up your write a new sermon drop it in and save it come back to it later uh you you're not able to do that though mm-hmm. um w- without planning in, in fact you may waste more time let's say you get to that that sermon three months from now you haven't done any planning and you know you got to preach about forgiveness uh, you just got to go find a great sermon illustration. And so you spend, you know, two and a half hours looking mm-hmm. for that illustration when if you had planned, you would have noticed it along the journey, right? And just grabbed it and saved it, saved yourself two and a half hours. So mm-hmm. uh, there's that. There's also guest speakers, right? Guest speakers can come in, bring some, some you know, a new perspective. They can give you a, <laughs> you know, a day off. They can give a little energy. 
And, and really, that rest is going to help you when you return be sharper than you were before. I, again, I can't, I can't, you know, state this enough. Like pastors, you need rest. You need time off. It's going to help you be a, a more effective communicator if you have those days off. So invite other guests and invite people you, you trust. Uh, let's say that you're a young pastor and you want to do a series, like you you inherited a church or you took mm. over a church and the church is older and you know you want to talk about marriage but you and your wife have been married for four and a half years mm-hmm. maybe you should bring in some guest speakers that that have been married for 30 years and they're experts or they're you know that's what they do right they teach marriage conferences don't be afraid to do that mm-hmm. uh there is this idea too is that um it's okay like you don't have to be the expert in everything just bring in other experts and that that will only continue to to build trust with your congregation as well mm-hmm. uh, when they see that that your confidence in who you are and you allow other voices to be on the platform as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone benefits. Yeah. No, I think that's completely true. And I, we were at our church one time where um, the pastor preached a message. And then I think it was the next week or two weeks later where the guest speaker uh, preached on the same passage yes. and it ended up working out. Like it wasn't sure. like one was teaching one thing and the other was teaching the other. Um, but having that kind of guide and plan, you can even just hand it to your guest speaker and say, Hey, you can preach a one-off message, be fine. Just let you know, here's what we're going to be preaching over the next couple of months. So you kind of kind of know. Yeah. Uh, the last the last point, the last benefit, it is, is having a preaching calendar gives you a roadmap and it gives you direction. So you can say, hey, I think our focus this these next three months need to be evangelism. Or I think it needs to be discipleship or or giving not just to the church but to the community and it also gives you direction to on what to do with your children and your youth if you want to preach through the same passages with the children's church as you do on Sunday morning that just having a plan in place allows for that to happen and it it just wouldn't happen uh, in any other way yeah I, I, I love this uh, about the roadmap and direction I do want to back up for one second mm-hmm. about having guest speakers this can also be people on your staff or at your church and one thing that you know we've seen pastors will have multiple speakers for the same series and i think that works right you have to make sure that you work hard to make sure everyone is synergistic in in the content you know everyone's sort of following the same plan Uh, and that adds a little different flavor uh each week right however what you could do as well especially in the summertime is you could say, hey, you have your youth pastor, let them do a three-week series all themselves. You get three weeks off, and they are really allowed to sort of work through a series themselves. It'll help them be a better communicator, but it'll also, you know, there's something to be said of, you know, letting someone work through it, uh, you know, one voice. I think multiple voices is important and it's beneficial, but also having maybe, uh, instead of three different speakers, for a three-week series while you're off, let one speaker take three weeks. Uh, that may be an idea mm-hmm. that that um, you utilize as well. Yeah, I think those are all uh, really important. One, time management and balance. Two, team synergy and effectiveness. Three, prayer, research, and meditation. Four, guest speakers. Five, roadmap and direction. Those are the five benefits of having a preaching calendar. And if you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I don't know how to get this started. At Ministry Pass, we do help pastors by putting preaching calendars together. And we give you kind of a launching pad as you begin to write your messages. And in October, 
we're going to be releasing our 2022 sermon calendars. We've got a number of different calendars, and we're even including a new one this year, which we're really excited about. So stay tuned for that. That happens the first week of October, and it gives you a starting place. You can always move those around. You yep. can change those out. It it is it's worth checking out it's worth getting a free trial to ministry pass just to check those out that's coming the first week of october yeah and essentially those are roadmaps right mm-hmm. a 12-month roadmap for you and and these calendars that we've put together we're not just throwing stuff together and calling it a calendar there's a lot of intentionality there's a lot of thought that goes through like hey if we're going to create a calendar for a church if a pastor is going to work through the bible or content in a year what would be helpful for their congregation? What topics do uh, felt needs or, or do they need to address? What books of the Bible mm-hmm. do they need to work through? And so, you know, we have several different types of calendars: so a topical calendar, an expository calendar, a lectionary calendar, a youth and a kids. We do have one called the Gospel Story, which is actually retiring from the site soon, and it's really a one-year chronological. Yeah calendar take you take your congregation through the entire book of the bible in one year genesis to revelations and and we have one more i don't want to reveal that just yet but we have a new calendar coming out this fall and so make sure you check that out we think it's gonna be very beneficial like we said you can change you can you can audible right at halftime you get midway through the year and you feel like you know what something happened in the community or something's happening in our world that i feel like we maybe need to hit pause and maybe we need to substitute here that's fine in fact i would advise that right Uh, be sensitive to the the community and the conversation in our culture but at least you have a plan in place you have a, a system a process that allows other people to come along and contribute to the presentation the message of the gospel and so that's that's what we have for you today uh, you lose these benefits if you don't have a preaching calendar yeah so make sure to let us know if you do have a preaching calendar what has worked for you you can use the hashtag hello church pod hello church pod also if you do use a preaching calendar how much of the year do you plan at once Send us that uh, answer to that question, either through our Twitter or comment on YouTube. We'd love to get your thoughts. Next episode, we're going to be talking about secrets pastors use for a good ministry life balance. So that's exciting. That's coming up on our next episode of Hello Hello Church. Church. (laughs) We'll see you later. (laughs)